It's an unfortunate fact that the elderly are taken advantage of every day. While the laws are complicated and constantly changing, the wisest and safest way to keep track of them all is to call elder law attorney Michael Cohen. Having devoted his career to informing and protecting the elderly, Michael communicates about the law in ways that you and your loved ones will surely understand. Join us now to know your legal rights with Michael Cohen and co-host Don Crawford Jr. Here's Michael and Don. Once again, welcome to Know Your Legal Rights. My name is Don Crawford Jr. and I'm sitting with Dallas Elder Law Attorney Michael Cohen. Hello, Michael. Hello, Don. How you doing? Happy November. Happy November. Happy close to being Thanksgiving time and then Christmas after that, right. etc. So right. uh, it's can't, hard to believe that the year's gone almost uh, by so quickly. I know. A good book says, but a vapor. Life is but a vapor. It just goes like that. And before our eyes, we're going to be in 2020, election year. It's going to yeah. be crazy. It's already crazy. Yeah. But it's going to be even crazier as each day goes by. Yeah, every day's a new story. Yeah, it really is. And and you certainly have an update on an incredible and a very sad one uh, that you want to start the program with regarding Tatiana Jefferson in Fort Worth and that disastrous story. So why don't you talk about that a little bit for the audience? Well, first of all, uh, as most people know, uh, Tatiana Jefferson was uh, killed by a Fort Worth police officer. Um, uh, and I believe it was in October. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, not only there was the tragedy of her, uh, looks like murder, but also it created a family feud. Uh, many may not may or may not know, but afterwards there was different fractions of the family who wanted to do different things as far as the funeral. Mm-hmm. So um, originally there was a big funeral scheduled uh, at the Potter's Church by some relatives. But the father uh, of uh, Tatiana Jefferson said, no, I want a private funeral. Well, um, since there was – and he wasn't being involved as far as the funeral itself uh, at the large one. And so he went to court to get a restraining order on the funeral. Mm -hmm. And so now – so what happens when – uh, now, uh, uh, Tatiana Jefferson had no estate planning. Uh, you wouldn't think that uh, she would. I mean, she was happened to be 28 years old. She wasn't married, didn't have any children. So what could have uh, a Tatiana Jefferson done to stop a family feud? One relative was saying, oh, he wasn't really involved in, in – the father wasn't really involved in life. He might not have been the – they may have said he wasn't the biological father, uh, although the birth certificate said otherwise. Uh, and so they argued, no, we want to have this large funeral, public funeral. And he said, no, I want to have it private. Mm. So what happens and what could have been done to prevent a family feud? All right. Well, actually, there's three different things. Uh, and if you don't do one of these three different things, then the law has the answer, okay? okay. All right, so uh, first of all, some people have a will, just a simple will, and they can have burial instructions. 
So even though the will may not, that doesn't mean the will has to be probated. It takes a while to probate a will. But if you have burial instructions and there's a named executor, then sometimes they'll let you, the, the rule is or the law is that you could follow the instructions in the will. The second thing is a pre-need funeral contract. So in other words, you could buy a, a, a funeral contract in advance of need. This is often done, a lot of times we do this, especially when people are older. Mm-hmm. Certainly a 28-year-old didn't expect to be um, have such a short life expectancy. So, But um, a lot of times, by the way, for Medicaid, a pre-need funeral doesn't count as an asset. Uh, it has nothing to do with the Tatiana Jefferson, but uh, just as a, a, an interesting note, mm-hmm. a lot of times people do planning uh, because Medicaid is means-tested, and you want to reduce assets. To think, uh, a lot of times you have to reduce assets, and certain assets do not count. So a pre-need funeral doesn't count as long as you waive your right to cancel the contract. Uh, because the government doesn't want to pay for the cost of your funeral. Uh, sometimes government pays for uh, burial for if people have limited resources. Mm-hmm. So they encourage you. It's kind of like bankruptcy law. Mm-hmm. Uh, they encourage you to take care of your own funeral so that they don't have to pay. Very good. Would you, since we're on that topic, and I'm sh- I was going to ask you this anyway, so I'm glad you brought this up, um, what do you know about pre-need or prepaid funeral expenses and what goes on there? Well, you could buy anything. You could buy your funeral in advance of need. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just you pay for the funeral, anything. You could take care of the casket, marker, opening, close of the grave, right. perpetual care, vault, liner, niche, mausoleum, cremation, urn, uh, the Anything you could buy in advance. Uh-huh. Uh, usually the cost uh, continue to rise over, the, uh, over inflation. Mm-hmm. As we know, Social Security has increased uh, for year 2020, is going to increase 1.6%. So um, kind of gives you an indication, but usually the cost of uh, either like things like medicine and or nursing homes or uh, other things cost a lot more than the increase uh, that Social Security has uh, increased. So usually one reason why sometimes people buy funerals in advance is say, okay, um, by the time I pass, it's going to be a lot uh, going to be a lot greater. Mm-hmm. You know, we've I, I've talked with some people that uh, they had a burial space at a good location funeral home that was seventy five thousand dollars. Wow. So it depends. I always joke about uh, location, location, location. Uh, and so, uh, you know, it, it gets more and more expensive. You see some people buy something that's really years ago, and it was like, oh, my goodness, that was nothing compared to what things are today. It's mm-hmm. just like saying how much was a ga- gallon of gasoline way back in the 70s mm-hmm. versus what they are today or or. Or a gallon of milk, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or buy, uh, what is it, a five twenty nine? Or buying a college education in advance? Oh yeah, sure. For your uh-huh. Kids who are three years old. Yeah, yeah. I um, I, <laughs> I put some things uh, away for in a five twenty nine for my uh, daughters. Mm-hmm. Um, my older daughter went through that uh, pretty quickly. <laughs> uh, so. Um, uh, so we'll see what happens on the younger daughter, sure. but we, you know, cost of education is so mm-hmm. great, and uh, especially if you go to a private school. Yeah, a pri- that was my point. I think what one of my buddies did from college um, is he did that in the state of Florida, 
and by paying for it in advance, 20 years later, after his kids were born, it was all paid for no matter sure. what it cost because right. it's a state school. They closed that program here in Texas. They did. Yeah, yeah it got to be pretty popular where you could pre- prepay it. But mm-hmm. uh, so, but but you could still invest in 529s, uh, uh, and that's not if different from the uh, state plan. Mm-hmm. That's so the, fe- the 529 is the federal plan to save for college education. Oh, but there's also state plans, uh, st- state prepaid tuition programs that okay. yeah didn't yeah. realize that so anyway yes you could like like a although I don't know if I would like in a 529 is more like a kind of like a retirement account mm. as opposed to a prenatal funeral in other words a 529 is encouraging you to go to college mm-hmm. and if you use those funds for college then there's no taxation on the growth. Right. But if you don't use it for college and you take it out, then you get income tax. Okay. So just like we want to save for retirement, uh, you want to save for 529s. Well, getting, up, let me just ask you the one last uh-huh. question. Then when you do that, the prepaid funerals, um, can you also get your money back? Uh, penalty free? Does it work? Well, that way? It, it depends. Yes, the answer is if you don't waive your right to cancel the contract. Or if you don't irrevocably sign the uh, funeral home, the contract to the funeral home. Okay. So there are sometimes you could cancel, and so for Medicaid, switching from Tatiana Jefferson mm-hmm. for the, just a short minute, um, the government says, well, you have to make we have to make sure that you're spending that money on your funeral, uh, so that it doesn't count as an asset. There are also, by the way, switching staying on that same topic, mm-hmm. uh, we had somebody. On October 31st, who had had gotten a personal injury accident and they just got paid, and for Medicaid you had to be below resource limits, uh, and it was just a small settlement uh, and less than fifteen thousand dollars. And for um, since we didn't have the time, you have to the, the resource levels you have to check on the first day of each month at 12:01 a.m. Uh, so you could actually there's actually burial. Uh, Trust. There's there's a burial trust or a funeral trust that you could put into up to fifteen thousand. So you just write a check to the funeral trust fund, and then it doesn't count as a resource. So as long as it can't be used for other uh, for others that could just use it for cash, then and it's got to be used for the funeral, then it's okay. Okay. Although you could a, a although a uh, somebody who happens to be on Medicaid could own a burial space but not pay for the funeral. Uh, for their children, uh, their children's spouses, their siblings, sibling spouses, and their parents, and it would not count as a resource. But, uh, but for a Tatiana Jefferson, a pre-need funeral could have um, uh, could have been a contract, and that would have told what she wanted to have done, mm-hmm. possibly, mm-hmm. and that would have been another exception uh, or another way to um, uh, have identified what she wanted to have occur. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, she was only 28. Uh, so you say, well, gee, at 28, she she didn't have any assets and she didn't have a will because a lot of people don't at that age. Although I must say that my uh, when my now 21-year-old 
uh, turned 18, uh, we had her do all those different documents mm-hmm. uh, because you just never know. It's all these other bad things that could happen in our world. We see all these bad things. Is that anything to do with the fact that her, who her father is? Yeah, is that he, why she, she has. Yeah, a yeah, uh, think? yeah. I, I think that may have been something. <laughs> I, we got a great deal on the prices, you know. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't. I didn't charge her that much. <laughs> so um, that was smart of you. You would have paid yourself if you didn't yeah. char- if you charged her. I'm sure. <laughs> So the third way is there's a a document called disposition of of bodily remains. Okay. Disposition of bodily remains. Or you could have anything in writing that shows what your intentions are. So uh, we, in fact, have a free form on our website that people could just have. Or it's, it's just a, you know, just a form that says, and you could say what you want on that form. Mm-hmm. In other words, you say, I want cremation. You could say, I want cremation. Mm-hmm. And then you say the pecking order of who you want to be in charge of your body. Mm-hmm. So if, if you had that, then there would have been no family feud. There would – oh, because oh, the law tells you otherwise. Mm-hmm. So then you have to say, well, what's the law? The law is if you don't have any of those three things – then we're going to go by a certain order. The first one is, do you have a surviving spouse? Well, she had no survivor. Tatiana Jefferson didn't, was not married. Mm-hmm. Then, do you have any adult children? Well, she's only 28 years old. The answer, obviously, is no. Well, the next thing is your biological father, or parent, rather, either one of them. And since the father was the... Um, the father said, look, I don't like the way this funeral plans are going. Y'all are making this funeral without me. You're having this big to-do, and I want a smaller private thing. I don't want this thing open to the public. He went to court, to uh, the probate court in Dallas County, and got a injunction against the funeral. And so he was entitled because the law says, here's the order. That was the next thing in line. Now, the other family members said, well, he's not, he wasn't really involved in their life as much, or he wasn't the father, etc. Mm-hmm. But he was successful because he what, the birth certificate clearly stated he is the father, and so um, he prevailed. And so, that, so the funeral that had been originally planned for her, the big funeral, uh, was canceled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so all I'm saying is, you, in a simple plan, even just something here, I just told you you could have a free form. Uh, you just all you have to do is just sign something up. You know, I almost hate to tell the story because I, I'm going to jinx. Uh, this is going to be good for your Philadelphia Eagles because the last time I told this story on our show, um, the the Eagles went on to win the Super Bowl. But right before that season, you were joking with me about the Cowboys in some respect, and I told you about what in a Philadelphia Eagles fan had done. Uh, had He put in his will that he wanted to have his pallbearers Paul be the um, Philadelphia Eagles. So when he died, he could be let down one last time by the Eagles. <laughs> I hate to say that because that, that ended up in the Super Bowl, and, and I'm afraid that's going to end up happening. You better be careful. <laughs> I'm going to bring that up in February <laughs> if they're in the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, so so you could say whatever you want, okay. and 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 dictate what you want, whether it's 
you know, or even sometimes we even put down things like, like that uh, as to instructions, even in medical powers of attorney. So you have some sort of written instructions as to what you want, but you could have what you we usually use as a disposition of bodily remains, mm-hmm. unless somebody has something in a, a will. That's very good. I guess my ultimate question with this uh, very sad story is, uh, does every listener have a will? Do you, do you have a plan? Something. And as Michael said three times in 15 minutes, she was only 28 years old, but you never know when you're going to get hit by a truck or get a, have a disease that comes down that's incurable. Um, you name it. And what a terribly unselfish act it would be to at least have some guidelines as to what should happen if you should unexpectedly or tragically pass away. Well, yeah, and, and you know, too, nowadays there's lots of different uh, intermarriage-type things as far as religions and things like that, and different religions have different customs. Sometimes you want to be buried very quickly, um, you know, so there's different things either, uh, you know, there's different types of even living wills, uh, but Muslims and Jews have things where you be buried quickly, right. uh, and, and and how different instructions. Mm-hmm. It's just and there's just like there's different types of living wills. You know, the pull the plug instrument. There's mm-hmm. there's Jehovah's Witness living wills. There's Catholic living wills. Besides statutory uh, will living wills, which are the you know don't keep me alive. Uh, artificially, so um, there's different instructions like mm-hmm. Jehovah's Witness living wills deal mm-hmm. with the, deal with the spinning of the mm-hmm. blood, or right. um, you talk about the holy sacraments as far as in Catholicism, etc. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so you, there's different things from different religions, and as we um, uh, as the way society is going today, you have to understand what people want, and there could be more likelihood of dispute than there was perhaps ever before, and um, so. It's you have to think about these things. Um, most people don't think when you're 28, you're invincible. Exactly. You're not gonna. You're gonna live for. Oh, you're gonna live forever, mm-hmm. and nothing could go wrong. Mm-mm. But unfortunately, God laughs when we say things like that. Right. That's very very true. Um, but you don't want. Um, to have problems like that, and there are ways to prevent it. And there really is one way, in my opinion, and that is to attend Michael's next workshop, which is Saturday, November the 9th, which is Thursday, December the 5th. And the way to attend that is to simply call Michael's offices or go to DallasElderLawyer.com to sign up. And they're free, and they're very informative, they're very enlightening. And who better, as far as I'm concerned, objectively than Michael Cohen, than to help you with your circumstances and guide you and yours in the right direction. So situations like Tatiana's don't happen. Um, So, Michael, tell us what goes on in those workshops and why have you been doing those for so long? (laughs) (laughs) First of all, I'm going to say why we've been doing it, because they've been popular. The Mm -hmm. um, What we do is we say, what would you like to know? Mm Mm-hmm. So we want to make sure that people's time is well spent. So every single time that we have a workshop, which we do every three weeks, uh, the next one being on December the 5th, the next one being on November the 9th, um, is we say, what do you want to know? And we write down the questions, and then we have a discussion. And people, we just talk about the different issues that from a – legal perspective, and sometimes a practical perspective, because sometimes what's legally and practically correct are sometimes different. Mm -hmm. So we kind of go through the different options and solutions to different issues. Mm -hmm. And 
um, you know, you'll see that you're going to learn a lot. Mm-hmm. That the time is going to fly by, and I hope that you'll enjoy it. It's I think free, most, free yeah. coffee, free yeah. donuts. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Let me ask free. you a question before you go any further about the workshop. So someone sits there and says, okay, Michael, I listened to your show about Tatiana Jefferson. 28 years old, no will, I get it. So should I at least get a quick will for 100 bucks on LegalZoom just so I have something? Is something better than nothing? Yeah, I mean, but yeah. And first of all, it's not even necessarily in her case that she didn't have any assets that I know of. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe she did because they had a GoFundMe account. Okay, but I do. I have a house or I yeah. have a car. Well, no, there's, well, it, there's a lot of different legal issues that should be looked at. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I don't want to give a one answer because um, it's always a good idea to have a will. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's better to have something than to have nothing right. in, in answer to your question, although I think that it needs to have further examination before I give a definitive answer. Mm-hmm. You see, if she, let's say she had nothing, and she just had this disposition of bodily remains. Well, that would have solved this dispute regarding uh, funeral arrangements, and certainly she wouldn't even have thought about it. And that was just a, some sort of a free form. Mm-hmm. But it could have been other issues. Maybe let's say she had a um, a little bitty child, and uh, a child that was a minor. Even without a will, you could have a declaration of who you want as your guardian. There's a form that you could have, so you didn't even uh, didn't necessarily but have to have the will, but it's a good idea to have a will, at least, uh, and say who've, who your guardian is or of your minor children. So if you fail to think about that, then that's, even if she had no assets, she would want to know have who she wants as the guardian. So, um, any event, uh, yeah, you, everybody should have some planning. Think about, don't think that what your situation is today is the way it's going to remain forever mm-hmm. because life changes, mm-hmm. health changes, money changes, relationships change, uh, laws change. So we can't just sit and, um, and say uh, nothing, everything is going to be the way it is, but most people think of things the way the natural order is and the way it is. Well, anyway, so we talk about these type of things at the workshop, uh, and all you have to do to go to that free estate planning essentials workshop is to call 214-720-0102. That's 214-720-0102. Or sign up online at DallasElderLawyer.com, DallasElderLawyer.com. Uh, I should remind you. Here he goes. Because yeah. <laughs> what he does, you know. so the audience, the, only uh, Tiara and I can see this, and that is uh, when he takes the breath, and then he looks down, <laughs> and he, he takes a good strong peek at the KWM coffee mug just to, to, to blow the, the surprise, and then he starts to spread his propaganda about yeah, well, it. Y- you, know, you know, some people come. For the free estate planning essentials workshop I think he to learn. This in the car on the way to the station. <laughs> Some people think that. Oh, I forgot to mention that if you go to the free estate planning essentials workshop, oh, more importantly, that you also get a free vision meeting. So there's three free hours. Mm-hmm. The, the workshop is two hours. But and you forgot the vision meeting because you got so excited about I, the I, coffee I did. Mug. Yes, I did because. As you were, as you're ruining the surprise for this audience, who was just waiting with bated breath for what was coming next. If you go to that free estate planning essentials workshop, not only do you get two free hours of estate planning and knowledge, 
and another vision meeting if you would so like. Danishes, donuts, croissants. Whatever that may be, mm-hmm. the real reason why people come is the free KAAM coffee mug, red, white, and blue, a collector's item if I've ever seen one. Yes. And I've never seen one. So <laughs> <laughs> add chip clips and pins courtesy of KAAM. Who right. could ask for anything more? November, Thanksgiving, Christmas coming up, the Christmas coffee mugs. Mm-hmm. I could see it now. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, you get that too. Mm-hmm. So uh, all you have to do is call that 214-720-0102 number or sign up online at DallasElderLawyer.com uh, for that free uh, estate planning essentials workshop. Yeah, I, I guess I, I envision those situations when there isn't at least a will, um, how disaster could strike, and it just exacerbates everything and then lawsuits and then then relationships as you mentioned as as things that change really change uh in a negative way and that's so sad because it's it's not insult to injury it's insult to death well i mean here the unfortunately the families are in a dispute right. Uh, there's a lawsuit after somebody died. You have an unfortunate accident. Uh, not an accident. It was an, a- an intentional act, it looks like. But whatever the case may be, it's a shame that families may be de- having uh, issues for the forever, right. for the rest of their lives, just because there wasn't some simple planning. Exactly. You know, even in Denmark, uh, in Denmark, um, the, the, the husband of the queen uh, recently died. Uh, and he had wanted the title of king. <clears throat> In Denmark, they have the regal system. Uh, so, uh, but the queen, who was the blood line, uh, said, "No, you'll just be a prince, kind of like in England, uh, Prince Philip." Uh, and uh, he got mad. Uh, in the history, in, in the history of the royal family in Denmark, nobody gets cremated. But since he wasn't named. As king, he broke with 459 years of royal tradition by having cremation. My goodness. Yeah, because he was disappointed about things. Uh, so so you, you just, if you kind of say what you want, at least he said what he wanted. So he got what he wanted as his one final, <laughs> final uh, statement of what his desires were and what he was not happy about. Right. But you could do that, mm-hmm. just like. Just like the Eagles fan yes. who got you know let down one final time. Yes, yeah. as we're saying here, any plan is better than nothing. Although there could be lots of problems with those, including Legal Zoom, and that's a whole new show. But I don't recommend that. I strongly recommend you go to Michael Cohen to evaluate your situation, no matter how young you are, because again, it would be so unselfish on you to do that. It's like buying life insurance almost too. That's another thing where you'd be making quite the sacrifice in order to uh, give something to others after you've passed away. So consider that. More importantly, um, or as importantly, consider the first step, and that is to attend Michael's next workshop on Saturday, November the 9th, on Thursday, December the 5th, dial 214-720-0102, 214-720-0102, or go to his website to sign up for his newsletter or to sign up for the workshop. And what's the website? DallasElderLawyer.com. That's DallasElderLawyer.com. And actually, the the article, the 
the story we kind of told today is going to be on our newsletter. On our, it was in our newsletter of November. Uh, and actually, even these shows can be heard on podcast. So if if you didn't hear this show and you want to hear or you want to hear other shows, or uh, now even um, just recently, it's, we're also on, on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, we were previously and still are on SoundCloud, but now the recent shows as of the last month or two are now on uh, Apple Podcast and Spotify. I'm going to have to talk to Tiara, see if I'm getting copyright royalties and anything <laughs> like that on the podcast. i got to find out about that or talk to my attorney, but you're my attorney. <laughs> That's a little bit of a problem, but nevertheless, my attorney, a great attorney, Michael Cohen. Thank you, sir. Thank you. A leading estate planner practicing law in Dallas, Texas for decades now, Michael Cohen is ready to educate you about the estate planning laws that can affect your family and you. The first step is to attend his next workshop by going to his website, which is DallasElderLawyer.com. That's DallasElderLawyer.com to sign up for that free estate planning essentials workshop. Or you can also call him by dialing 214 214- That's 214-720-0102. A talk show host on 770-KAAM for six years, Michael Cohen is the person you want to evaluate and complete what could currently be a deficient estate plan. Make sure it is done your way and sign up for his next workshop today 